at Dynamic Menace, and we're back, and we're hitting the ground running. Rob was about to tell a story. Um, I apologize in advance. Uh, my allergies and my little snuffles, I sound like a kindergarten with fucking caca on my nose. <laughs> I say caca. Um, <laughs> story time, go. You're not wiggling out of this. No. I, haven't, I haven't heard this either, just the preface. This is new to me. So it was kind of a... So this is the fucked up part of me. I get bored and I get antsy every once in a while, so I want to get physical with somebody. Because for the most part of my life, I have to be pretty reserved. I don't put my hands on anybody. I mean, not, not only just because it's not right, but it's like, this never ends up good for me. Being a bigger guy, strong guy, like I could either really hurt somebody, get in trouble, or whatever. Anyway, last night... It was especially slow, and I got bored. And then my mind starts running. I was ready to just tell a story about how I have no reason to be mean to these girls because they're so nice to me. But sometimes I just want to be rude and, like, throw their money on the ground. And these girls uh, <laughs> being the girls at Pacers Showgirls? Uh, yes, yes. The, a good old way, Midway Barn Grill. The Gentleman's Club? Yeah. So as a gentleman who works there, yeah, I have all these weird thoughts. But just like any crazy person that, you know, you decipher between crazy and actually sane, you just don't do it. Yeah. I have all these weird thoughts. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> apparently, especially according to Josie, yep. she nicknames me the sleeper because yeah. <laughs> between you and her, yep. uh, apparently I have an M.O. of putting people to sleep in a, in a, in a rear naked chokehold. Yeah. It's been a while. So not that it matters <laughs> that he's Mexican, but I threw out this Mexican guy. He was being, uh, he was a little visibly intoxicated borderline like starting starting to get a little touchy um and my job is to be preventative so before it got too bad i was like i just escorted him out and i verbally did it and then he started being uncooperative and then i kind of let him know like hey this is not gonna go your way if you don't listen so he walked out but then he just kept being uh a pain in the ass outside but i was like oh tj's out here let tj <laughs> deal with it so i went back inside uh give it a couple minutes and obviously there were calls to come back outside and i was like oh Jeez, can't do anything without me. Mm. I go out there, and then all of a sudden, it's like four people. I'm like, all right, again, they don't need me. So yeah. I go back inside because there's nobody inside. Um, I let two songs go by, clean it, and then just, you know, just how normal what you do. Like, it's just you don't need to be told. Like, you just check in, make sure everything's code for, yeah. which is in security, like, or any other level of code. Just like, everything's good. So he's still out there, and I realize them now. They're more towards the front of the parking lot, and they got him on his truck. I mean, I found out later it was his truck, but they had him on a car, and they're holding him. At this point, uh, our uh, our security lead, Darrell's outside, and he's more needed inside because he's got to take care of girls, do money, champagne rooms, stuff like that. He's, he's in charge of that, uh, the cash and the bill on that. So I kind of, like, tag him out. I go, hey, everything looks okay, man. Like, let me just tag you out. Go inside. I got you. I'll kind of finish this off. So this guy, his back's leaning against his truck. Darrell was holding his right arm, and TJ was kind of on top of him, kind of in a sense. So basically, he just wasn't moving anywhere. So I restrained his right arm, and I started grabbing his his pants and his belt. So I was going to flip around, like, listen, I'm going to put your hand behind your back, and I'm going to walk you around the corner to the awning, like to this, just away from the from the valet. Yeah. And I go, listen, be cool. This is going to be real simple. I was like, we just want you to walk away. Um, as I decided to like put his arm behind his back and I gripped his pants, like he wasn't going anywhere, and I moved around, he slipped out of TJ, obviously, yeah. and kind of ducked in. So before he could do anything, I just got under, I got under his right arm, and I went around his neck, <clears throat> grabbed my shirt, and with my left hand over him, grabbed his arm to restrain it. So yeah. he was restrained, and I had him in like a, in a half uh, chokehold, scooped him up by like that because he was 
fairly like a little dude compared to me. And yeah. I walked him with his neck. I walked him about like 20 yards to where the awning is on Midway. And uh, I put enough pressure to know, like, hey, you can go to sleep or yeah. you can be cool and I'll let you go. And so I let him go till he was like kind of like nodding off to let him realize, okay, I'm not playing with you. Like, just yeah. stop fucking around. You've been out here. At this point, you got to figure it's like 10 minutes. And in security time, that's a long time. Yeah. So he's been out there a while. And I go, hey, be cool. Go, I, I relax. I've been relaxed. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> no, you're not. Mm-hmm. I go, I'm going to let go. See this pressure being gone? I go, just be cool. So <laughs> I gripped him up hard and he was going to wiggle. And I gave him one more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one more squeeze but see this time instead of putting him sleep I kept thinking Drew's like no he's asleep bro not this time I he let him awake. go he stayed awake so I pushed him off though but it was funny like he was trying to come back and I realized that they had his truck so I took his truck I actually got in it drove it like a block away like if you want your truck you gotta come over here yeah. so I did it like like a dog with a treat <laughs> I'm like here here you want your truck you want your truck Yeah. but I mean that's as, as interesting as God I didn't really get too crazy because I didn't want to. I didn't want to do paperwork. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows where that goes? And nowadays, and we were on Midway, so I didn't want. I didn't know who's driving by, watching me just look like I'm raping this dude. Yeah. So. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So Mm. that happened. (laughs) You didn't have to grab me like that. (laughs) No, I think I did. Yeah. In my professional opinion. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm I'm the pro at this. So. Yeah, and then that was about the most exciting part of the night. because it was a pretty pretty mellow night. Yeah. Not much else was going on. Well, I mean, I feel like we're all kind of ramping up for the holiday party. It's true. Everybody's getting excited for that, right? This is true. I mean, like, I mean, kind of what you're saying, like, it's that time of year. Everybody's having their holiday parties. Yeah. They have their attention and their money elsewhere. So sometimes going out, you know, is second, third priority right now. Yeah. And they're not doing what they used to do, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know uh, that was just a, a according to most Saturdays it was a little quiet Saturday night. But uh, yeah, today's Sunday and we're getting ramped up for tomorrow our yeah. holiday party. I think it's gonna go kind of. I'm I'm kind of nervous about it because I normally don't go to holiday parties. Period. Mm. I don't like that kind of shit. Tell us why you hate it. I just don't like being social for long. Well, all right. This one's a little trickier though, right? This is the reason why you don't like this part. It's a few things. Because this one is not on land. This is on a boat. Yeah, we're going on a boat. I don't like when businesses, a lot of a lot of the places I've worked, they try and put it on a boat so people can't leave, you know, <laughs> so the party starts thinning out like around 11 or 12, you know. But I can't be around people that long, like, socializing, you know. Yeah, yeah. There comes a point where I'm just, especially, like, when everybody else is getting fucking hammered and, like, I might have a drink or two, but I'm not trying to get fucking trashed. You know, I got yeah. shit to do tomorrow, you know? Yep. And then uh, on top of that, like, they asked me to work because uh, we are opening up, like, around 11. And they asked me to come in and work that show. So I'm going to be there socializing for however many hours and then have to go straight to work and fucking deal. I need to rest before work, you know? Yeah. I'm an introvert, which doesn't mean I can't be social, but in order to be social for a long period of time, I need to like recharge my battery yeah it takes a lot of energy to do both those things it takes a lot of energy to socialize and then on top of that it takes a lot of energy to go through a shift yeah exactly and you're doing both so so yeah I'm uh I'm I'm trying to pretty exhausting it's pretty taxing but enough people have asked me to go that I'm just kind of like I don't want to disappoint like you know it's it's mostly my friends I don't care about it and I'll be your plus one I'll chaperone yeah I I, I want to go hang out with you and like Courtney and the guys you know so 
We're still trying to pull Courtney in. He's he's trying to be on the fence. But I know. I have a feeling he's not going to go, but I hope he does. Last time he tried to act like he was going, and he was like, oh, man, I missed the boat. I was right there. I'm like, no, you weren't. <laughs> 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 yeah, the thing starts like at 7 or something. And he was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get off work in time. I'm like, well, what time do you get off work? He was like, 5. I was like, dude, come on. Get it together. Where are you coming from? It's like 20 minutes away or something like that. Yeah. It, it sounds like bullshit. Yeah, he just don't want to go. Nah, no. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, just come hang out. It's pretty funny. Some. What we were talking about earlier, though, this is. This should be. It shouldn't be such a shit show as what we may be scared of. I mean, people. There's always going to be that. What we should do, we should bet. We should have a crazy wild horse. We're like, all right, who's going to get fucked up, <laughs> aka fired or whatever? There's always a wild horse. Yeah. Uh, but this is an opportunity for everybody to dress up to in our industry. They don't like, yeah. you know, these bitches walk in sweats, they do their thing at work and then whatever. So this is kind of their prom though. Yeah. I mean, as much as we joke aside, like this is a cool, fun night for them. They rarely get the opportunity. Obviously they've never been out on a really nice date. Yeah. Taken to a ball. Um, probably not since high school. Right. Maybe. And mo- maybe they didn't even go there. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You know, you know uh, maybe they never went to prom. Yeah. They were too busy getting knocked up. I don't know. <laughs> so we will have an update later in a later episode and let you know how, how this all shook out. These are uh, all stereotypes, assumptions, but stereotypes are there for reasons. So. Who got fired? Who got pregnant? Yeah. Who fell off the boat? Who got thrown off the boat? Because mm. some of these girls are bringing customers that I do not fuck with mm-hmm. like, at all. Like, yeah. Just because you're dude. on the same boat does not mean yeah. we're friends. <laughs> that dude, John, I fucking hate that guy so much. You know that old <laughs> the guy? The old guy, yeah. Yeah. I fucking want a Spartan to kick that guy off the boat. Hey, you never know. Wear some stretchy pants. Yeah. So when you lift that leg. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the thing that fucking really gets me is that like he tries to talk to me like like I just have this problem out of nowhere. And I'm like, no, dude. I constantly have to fucking tell you to stop giving your creepy massages. Stop touching the girls in the fucking back. Like, stop doing all the weird shit. They complain about you, man. So so here's the weird part. And I was actually talking to Alex about this uh, earlier today. And we, I know we've discussed it before, but it's mm-hmm. like, who do you blame? I mean, it, there's enough to go around. Because yeah. at one point, whether it's him or any customer, right? Yeah. So there's an action that gets taken uh, into consideration. They're like, all right, that's inappropriate. But the person that it happens to doesn't say anything, yeah. right? Doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just, hey, there's no disciplinary action. Yeah. He goes ahead and does that to another customer, another employee. They get mad and slap him. You know, where did he go wrong? Now, in the first instance, he wasn't negatively like told, like, "Hey, that's not cool. It's not okay." He starts getting positively reinforced, like, yeah. "Hey, this is cool. We know who you are, or you pay for it, or whatever." So then he finally goes to somebody who says no, which is usually on the minimum side. Yeah, she's the bitch, or we're we're being rude. It's like because so much shit gets you know, slut, yeah. like slit or swept under the carpet. When they actually get disciplined for being fucking turds, it's yeah. like we're the asshole they or we're yeah. uptight or the girl's a bitch, you know? A lot of time what's been happening since like the whole reason I have a problem with it is like, you know, they're 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 putting on their performance of like being, you know, who they are for this person. But then after that they kind of snap out of their character and they come over to us and then yeah. like me specifically they're like, thank you for telling him to stop doing that shit. Like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to, I'm working him, you know, so I can't like just make a hard left and be like, don't fucking touch me like that, you know? Yeah. So they kind of do rely on us, you know, to be the one to be like, dude, fuck off. Like, there, don't yeah, do this there's, shit. A, there's definitely a weird gray because yeah. I've, I've got up to girls after go, listen, 
I respect you and how you make your money, and I don't want to fuck up your money. Yeah. I understand you do have a job, and you feel like there's some lines you want to cross to make that money. If that's your comfort level, cool, but you got to let me know. Yeah. Because I can't just automatically go over there and assume that your comfort level got broken, you know? Yeah. Like, you got to let me know. And if I be the bad guy, that's fine, but you can't get mad at me because I didn't jump in because I'm assuming you're just trying to make your money. Yeah. You know, I've seen five different guys do that to you. So all of a sudden now that guy is the one yeah. you don't like. So and the thing is, like, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty consistent about the way I go about policing and enforcing the rules that they tell me to enforce. Yeah. And the response I get from, like, different girls is, like, some girls are like, thank you for telling this guy not to touch me. Or thank you for telling this guy, you know, stop doing whatever. And then other girls come up and they're like, why are you always bothering me? Why are you always fucking... This is what I'm supposed to fucking do. First of all, get over yourself. Exactly. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're right. <laughs> You're right, Sapphire. I can't stand to see the sight of another man with his hands on you. That's it. Clock out. We must We must leave this place. <laughs> Absconded. And, and fucking uh, get married right away. Like, I can't yeah. wait another second. Like, no. It's, this is the shit yeah. we have to do. I don't even see you. Yeah. You get in trouble. Like, that's the funny thing, too, is a lot of times I don't even fucking, I don't register which girl it is. I just see, like, their hands where yeah. they're not supposed to be or, like, you know, whatever else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, that thumb doesn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know better than this. You know the Come rule. On, stop. Yeah. Really, I'm being the one who's fucking ridiculous right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all it takes is a dollar. Here. Here's yeah. five. What can I do to you? <laughs> stop. Uh, uh, we did kind of want to talk about what do we say like uh, how we're 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 at the end of uh, 2021, right? I mean, you got a couple things going on. It's our we just passed our anniversary, yeah. so we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this all our, our whole relationship, but yeah, finally recorded for yeah. the past year. We're documenting it. This is more for us. Yeah, um, you know, we are in the holidays. Yeah. I know there's a couple more holiday episodes that we wanted to record, but some people are hiking a mountain. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i mean there's there's you know the recap like i think most people do they recap the year they reassess yeah. and kind of get ready for the next chapter which is 2022 especially following 2020 like that was such a weird just a weird year for everybody you know seeing how we feel the world has rebounded and tried to rebuild from all the catastrophe and uh what we hope to what we hope 2022 is like or what we think 2022 is going to be like, you know? I think those are the two, like, prominent things is, like, people talk about, like, oh, the word normal, you know? Like, that's, there's, oh, get back to where it used to be and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's such a, I feel like it's a long gone thing. Like, I mean, we yeah. have to, we have to let go of that stuff. That you know what I mean? Sailed. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that we can't move forward. It's just. You literally won't be able to move forward if you don't let it go. Yeah. Like, you have to know, like, all right, what are we doing from this point forward? Like, how can we adapt to the situations we're in now and just the way the world is right now? Like, yeah. we have to adapt. You can't be like, well, you mean when we used to do this? I'm like, yeah, that's just done, though. Like, yeah. there may be some simulators and stuff we can strive for, but, hey, you got to get that shit. That's like a bad X, man. You got to drop that, man. Yeah. got to fucking talk it out, write it in a journal, get over it, and fucking now we got to yeah. adapt for the next year. I mean, between that and then, you know, trying to figure out, like, there's so much unknown. Like, we, we still don't know. Like, I felt like there was a time 
you should always be able to plan stuff out because there were certain things that were like, all right, this is a given. Yeah. And this is going to be like, all right, this is going to be pretty stable. And this is going to happen every week. This is going to happen every month. And this happens around this time. There's so much unknown. There's no rhyme or reason anymore, whether it's sales in our industry, whether it's, you know, obviously we're also in a tip-based uh, job and stuff, yeah. stuff like that. Like that stuff goes up and down. Um, just, just so many things that are just unknown. So it's even tougher for us to, you know, if you would like just kind of plan ahead um so if anything i feel like it's more important that we actually try to plan and plan for being able to make moves left or right according to like what gets thrown at us you know yeah like i i have to be better and i'm realizing now both personally and in my work career i have to plan ahead like months ahead i gotta plan for the year like i can't i'd shortchange myself i just try to think till you know january it's like i I got to be a little more prepared. So it's definitely interesting what, what this has forced me to do. And I'm sure many people have been forced to do, you know, just again, but those are the people who are going to do well. They adapt and they think about what they can do moving forward. I feel like, I feel like the quarantine in 2020 was good for me. You yeah. know, I got to sit down and really focus on things that I want to do moving forward. And, uh, on top of that, I think we both got our shit together with, like, <laughs> DMV shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, man, this is, it's, and I don't mean this as an, with arrogance. It's like, yeah. people are going to make choices, man. We wake up every day, and you got to make a choice. And this put us in a position to make choices that benefited us, as opposed to sitting our ass and collecting some government money and doing nothing with it. Yeah. It's like... I mean, I actually I didn't do anything with any money, but hmm. <laughs> I mean, career-wise and just personally, like, yeah, we, we got ourselves trying to move forward, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, COVID, I agree. COVID was definitely a good changing part of our lives in a positive manner. Yeah. I miss it sometimes. I miss it all the time. <laughs> all the time. We just went, we went to the mall. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I don't think I said anything, but I was just like, look at all these goddamn people. A year ago, this was a ghost town, and it was probably like the silence was like would have been music to my ears, you know. <laughs> you like that white noise? Ugh, it was, ugh. <laughs> and it's like holiday shopping mall too, and it's not as bad as it, it probably would have been in years past. It was definitely like a normal yeah. or even a quieter Saturday at a mall. Yeah. It wasn't a holiday, no. Let alone a Saturday holiday in December. Like it, no. it was really interesting to see how not busy it was yeah and i mean it could be a couple of things like right we were talking about maybe maybe online is taking over a lot more which I makes sense so, yeah. um people Just, all have the same idea like oh it's gonna be fucking busy mm-hmm. so nobody goes and then the people are like fuck i'm going anyway yeah they luck out you know because nobody's there yeah and horton plaza like the mall downtown is just completely gone yeah i think they might be a victim of well also a lot of people young professionals moving downtown and then wanting more condominiums and apartments and shit down here but also i don't know who's getting these fucking ridiculously expensive shoe boxes (laughs) you got like an 800 square foot condo that goes for like 3500 yeah jesus yeah could fucking take a shit cook eggs and sleep in the same fucking space pretty fucking nuts like (laughs) i think a handful of the girls like the servers and stuff from paces like work down or live down here and uh yeah, it sounds the rent sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, I like I appreciate it. like yeah. I'm all about having a nice place to live. And yeah. they're they're beautiful places, but jeez. Yeah. At what point is I mean and again to each zone doesn't make them right or wrong yeah. or me right or wrong, but 
I just don't feel like the value of paying that much in the rent for that place is, is worth it. No. No, because, I mean... And again, I, let's be honest. I can't afford it, even if I wanted to. It's not like it's, a, it's <laughs> not even like it's an option. It's not like, oh, nope, next. But even if I could, like, I don't think because, like, I mean, I feel like my place is pretty big down here, um, but uh, it's it's a live work loft, um, so it's not as expensive as theirs. But even so, like, I've been considering like moving to like a shoebox if I can save like a grand or something, you know, like. Yeah. The only thing that's keeping me here is like, oh, I want to, it's like a tat, perfect spot for like my tattooing. Like if I want to start like yeah. a little shop in, in here, it's great. Like me and Hector were talking about it and uh, it's good for the podcast too, for us to come in here. There's a lot of space for us to have guests and stuff like that. And we have a bar we can entertain and stuff and things like that. And it's so close to like all the bars and restaurants and everything I would ever need. So that's the only thing keeping me down here. But, like, I really have been wrestling with it. Like, I want to just go someplace and yeah. save my money, you know? I agree. Uh, and that goes back to what I was saying. Like, we have to plan ahead. Like, planning six months to a year from now is really nothing. Yeah. So, if you were like, you know what, I'm going to bang this out for another year. And then I'll think about where I want to be. Like, that's, like, honestly, that's not a weird, like, long-range plan. Like, yeah. that year is going to go by to nothing. Yeah. Like, I actually, I, I was thinking about, like, I got to start. I, I may have mentioned it to you before, but, like, I got to start thinking about that. Like, where I live with my roommate and his wife, which that alone, just saying that, like, dude, I'm living yeah. up. Like, they're going to want to move on with their, their stuff. They're going to want to eventually start their family. So I need to get in a place where I'm comfortable yeah. like, that I'll take my dog, and then I can live by, by myself. But, again, just I got to plan that. I got to properly save. I got to make sure I find an area that I want to live in, you know, stuff like that. I mean, do I go back down south when I used to, like when I was in Benita? Super affordable, but now, yeah. now that I got my car, it's like not a big deal. So, yeah. Or do I just go for convenience? Do I to live? You know, I don't really want to live in La Jolla, but that's expensive out there, isn't it? I just, I just don't want to be happy there. Like, there's nothing there that yeah. excites me. Like, even like again, even if it was an option for even money, it's like yeah. there's nothing there for me. So I guess the only thing would be like Pacific Beach, North PB, Burma. Yeah. But, like, I got to start thinking about that because a year from now to do that move, like, that's really, that's nothing, man. Like, I got a lot to do between now and that year, you know? Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows if I'll even be here in a year, you know? Yeah. Whether it's a city or living, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm getting tired of all of you. I might just fucking just just decide to check out. I'm done. I, live, I told you. <laughs> Everybody thought I was joking. I, I will move up northwest and just be a barista. <laughs> work five hours a, a week. Yeah, I've heard you say it more than a few times, so it's on your mind. Like, yeah. Dude, how awesome would that be? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I consider I still, moving back. I still here. get to see people, service them, because I do like that. I meet people. Yeah. Imagine all the cool stuff I can make in their lattes. I mean, I the thought that crosses my mind... Uh, Pretty regularly when I'm like, oh, if I moved away from San Diego, where would I go? And it's always like into the wilderness to become legend. Like just <laughs> I would just come to town every now and yeah. again, like in the middle of the night to gather supplies and just yeah. like be the boogeyman out, out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Like kids like, are scared of. But like Logan when he like found that spot in the woods and he just comes down into town just to get goods. <laughs> I would be like the... Go to the local hardware slash groceries slash yeah. everything store. The old man neighbor in Home Alone. Like, the, that was, <laughs> yeah. the kids would just be freaked out. 
Like, no, he, fucking... he exists. His he's whole got... family is fucking buried out there. <laughs> <laughs> he got his metal shovel and his fucking yeah. dumpster full of salt. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. I like that guy. That's my neighbor. Don't yeah. worry about him. <laughs> and it, and we're, yeah. we're pals. That's what I want to... I, want to, I was really... It would just be back to Monterey, but it would be out in the... the there's like a long stretch of just like a wooded area and like plains and stuff like that. And you'll just live out there in the middle of nowhere. See, I always think... So here's where my, my brain wanders. I either want to do stuff like that yeah. and just be told about myself and just live in... Not necessarily nature. I, I do want a, some type of like city feel because I'm not... I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a woodsy survival. I'm not a real man, man. When it comes to that shit, yeah. Not. But I do like seclusion. Like, all right, yeah. cool, I can do that. Or I like to just. I want to live in one of my like favorite sitcoms. You know, yeah. I want to have like whether it's. Do I have a neighbor like Wilson? Yeah. Or fucking. Like I'll be Tim <laughs> Two Man Taylor. Just, just constantly. Like I don't need to, but I act like I need to go outside and do stuff just so I can just talk to my neighbor. Just reinvent yourself in the suburbs. Is yeah, that- <laughs> yeah. Be a whole new guy. Big Robert. <laughs> <laughs> or do I act like I want to go back to school and live like a cool loft in the East Coast City and I have a bunch of wacky roommates? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll be the Kramer that lives across the floor. A bunch of zany situations every week. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to find a place that still has, like, no one locks their doors. And I can just <laughs> randomly go in and out. But they're like normal people, but you're itching to have, like, zany and wacky fucking hijinks every week. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. But like, dude, what's with that old dude in apartment 4C? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I need your help. I just bought all these chickens. Can you come help me round them up? Like who does that? It's not, it's, we're not living in a TV show, dude. All right, guys. Hear me out. <laughs> That's how most of my conversations start. <laughs> I accidentally signed up for a 10-round fight with Roy Jones Jr. I think I'm in trouble. I need your help get, get in shape. I need you to help train me. Like, what? All right. Let's find out all the things that really distract them. So I'm going to have you on the left corner into the red corner. Distract them. And that's when I get my yeah. jab in. Yeah. yeah. Wacky, wacky, wacky. <laughs> Yeah, well, real life doesn't work like that, but it sounds like fun. Or does it? It sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm going to make that, that square peg fit in the round hole. I'm going to make it work. Slam, slam. <laughs> um, so what do, you, uh, what do you hope to have going on for 2022, just working on the gym and like building that up? I'll tell up you what, like the focus? what I have in the small time that I think about it, um, I only say small time because there's a lot of things. It's a, it's a, a couple of things need to be in play before those next steps come in. So, one of the major things is for this gym to still go off and do well. Yeah. Um, so I'm putting all my eggs on trying to make sure I'm set up for success, so I can set my team up for success, or so the gym set up for success. So I got to make sure that all my ducks are in a row. Yeah. And I'm training properly. I make sure everybody's good to go and. The most ultimate value of the gym is always, you know, shown and on display. So that way, it's just a no nonsense. Like get people in here, signed up. People want to be there. People are about their health and wellness. And you know, I'm hoping January, February, March, going into April, we're fucking kicking ass. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, and then you know, if for whatever reason um, that doesn't happen, then I have to reassess. And that's not just like anything. Like, like you, at some point, you can't be in the clouds and dream, you know? Yeah. At some point, you know, like this whole year I've been grinding and you be optimistic, but there's a fine line of being, 
you don't want to be optimistic to the point where you like lose sense of reality. Yeah. So I've told myself I got till March to really reassess both myself and with my partner Rodrigo. Like, hey, where, where do we stand? Are we doing well? Are we exactly where we want to be? Are we exactly ahead of it? Or, hey, this isn't where we want to be. Yeah. And I feel like March is going to be a, a, a telling sign of kind of where the rest of the year will go. And then, honestly, like, it's that's where the scary part gets scary. Like, I, I don't know what would happen after that. Like, you know, I have to prepare that if the gym doesn't do well, where do I take that talent? Where do I take it next? What's the... And again, I... You can't think like that. There's no plan B because plan A always has to work, and that's the drive I'm going with. But, yeah. You know, the reality is, again, this is a tough time, man. People's... Yeah. Again, you don't want to be caught in the clouds, man. The reality is, you know, it's not 2019. Um, disposable income is different. People's health and wellness, you know, they they take care of it in different ways. You know? So, I'm, And I'm very... Uh, being an entrepreneur in this gambling business post-pandemic is, you know, it's a, it's a gamble. Yeah. So... You know, you can crap out or you can fucking win big. Um, so, yeah. So, with that, and then also just on a personal level, like, I really been, I know I've been bullshitting about it, so I need to really commit to myself. I need to write a contract and look at myself in the eye, but I need to get my health together. I can't be about something that I don't, you know, preach about something that I don't take care of, you know. Get back to my, my own personal health and wellness, drop some weight, um, and kind of see what other things I can do outside of the gym. Because I do love helping people. And even if it's doing great, like, I want to, I feel like I want to do more. Yeah. You know, I know that sounds weird because I already have no time. But I feel like there's more I can do. I don't know if that makes any sense. I feel like there's more I can add to helping people. There's more. I just got to find out what it is. I got to find out what other things can really drive me to wake up every morning. I'm like, hey, do this, man. What else can you do? And. You know, whether that's going back to some schooling or kind of figure out something else so I can help in another, you know, demographic or, you know, another field or anything. I don't know. But I feel like there's more. And I just don't, you know, the, the whole saying is like, you know, I, I don't have anything left behind. I don't want to feel like I was a wasted talent or I, I, I wasted something or I didn't tap into something that was there and I could have done more. So trying to figure out what other things I can get involved with, whether it's, coaching, teaching something more with children, whether it's, maybe it's getting rehab. So I've been within this demographic, this older demographic, so maybe it's learning more about how to do, you know, you know, repair therapy or anything yeah. like that. This is so many options, again, I just need to explore it, you know, and I need to find things I hate to know the things I love, you know? Mm. So just not being scared to, like, you know, try different fields. Um, you know, the plus part of that is I have the luxury of having a network where, you know, obviously I'm not scared of working 60, 70 hours a week, so I have the luxury of having jobs in the industry at nighttime to probably you know, support me financially while I figure it out during the day what I want to do. So yeah. that's kind of a good thing that I've been blessed to have. I, I've, I, don't like the, I don't think I've burned any bridges, and I like to think most people, um, when it comes to my resume, think highly of me. So I, luckily I have that to back me up, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's where I kind of I kind of would just keep looking forward for the next year. And then also the biggest thing I want to do is I want to make sure I go home every quarter. You know, my mom's getting older, my family, you know, we're all getting older and just I need to make that visit. Like I made a decision to not move back to Boston. So the fact is, all right, if I don't do that, then the decision needs to be like, well, then I need to go home more. You know, cause, yeah. I mean, even that alone, you're talking about seeing my mom four times a year. Like, that's not a lot, you know, when you put it in the bigger picture. So. Yeah, I just want to make sure I make that effort because you know we do think we do things we want. You know, we prepare for what we want. So I need to make sure there's something I want. I want to make sure I plan those trips back home a little more. So 
that was one of the bigger things I want to do for 22. Make sure I go home enough and then also just, you know, continue in my education so I can kind of help other people. So would you be opposed to opening a bar slash gym slash tattoo shop? Uh, me, you, and Hector all sign me up right now. joint CEOs. Yes. Yeah. We can just use the gym I have now. We can sublease a space where you do tattoos. Yeah. And then after we close the gym, it can turn into a nightclub. Bar, right? Yeah. If you can't pay your tab, I'll just make you do some workouts. Yeah. Like crazy, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, there's like intense. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, this is off topic, but like, I love how often Rob's been training uh, a friend of ours who works at at the strip club with this, Ivan. And every time I see him now, uh, he 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 tells me about like how awesome your workouts are, and like how fucking how much stronger you can tell he's getting each so and every be- single So before workout. you go for it, I will because I know it's gonna be pretty funny whatever else you gotta say after. But I will say he is doing well. I mean, he does have his hiccups, but I will say I will applaud his majority of consistency that I didn't think he was gonna put in. And yeah, he's been he's been the enthusiasm. Yeah, I, I love it, man. You, you gotta you can't like knock it, it, man. I like it too. Yeah, <laughs> but proceed. I feel like you had more. No, that was just about it. <laughs> it just because it's, it's funny because he's on the other side of the bar, and I can always he has no reason really ever to come over to where I am, and I can always see him do like the determined walk, like yeah, Dude. I feel fucking strong today, <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm gonna yes. tell somebody about it, and I was like. Okay, you know, and I I do not want to fucking damn it. This is not me talking shit at all. I love it. You yeah, know? good. Yeah, because that's what I said. Because we used to clown him and like just like normal fun and just yeah. kind of he deserved some of it before back in the day. But yeah, man, I I applaud his efforts, man, and that energy and that swag he has now. Yeah. It's funny because you know where it comes from. Yeah, but you know, after a while, you're like, all right, bring it down. We know, we get it. You work out, cool. But you yeah. can't knock how excited he is, man. Yeah, I love it. I'm really I'm excited for him, dude. And that's the one that I will say, and I'm sure anybody in this industry can get it who still does it for the love. I mean, yeah. there are people who just do it for a check, and you know, they just cookie cutter their workouts for people, and you know, they take, yeah. they take advantage of people trusting them. So, but the people who still love it and do it, I am so excited for all the people I'm working out with now. Like, a really good client of mine, David, and he just turned sixty yesterday. Was it yesterday, yeah, yesterday. You know, text me, he just turned 60. Do you would never want, visibly, you wouldn't think he was 60. And on top of that, he just has this aura to him. He's like, dude, fuck 60. I'm going to be able to do, like, there's nothing impossible. I can do whatever I, I used to be able to do. I just need to apply myself. Yeah. It may have to work a little harder, but you know what? I'm going to do it. And then he's been consistent. He, he does anything I tell him. Even though things are difficult, he's patient. Yeah. If he gets pissed, it's more like, all right, pissed because I'm going to get this, though. And he has such a great attitude. Um... And I was I want feedback, not because I want a pat on the back, but I'm like, hey, how are these doing? Like, are you doing well? How do you feel about these workouts? He's like, dude, I love them. He's like, I feel great. He goes, I always like when I go to the gym, I'm like, ah, oh, did I work out or did I do a Rob workout? And it's like, I love that he like has that gauge. It's flattering, man, and I love it. And I love that, like, and this is what I text me today. I'm like, man, I'm just blessed to be part of his journey, man. You got a guy who's trusted me to improve his health and wellness and to feel that vigor again turning 60 yeah and he's all about it man he's super happy he's buying more sessions just i'm super lucky and blessed to be part of that you know so you got that you got another guy who's just consistent like you know what 
He's in the middle of uh, his med school. He's doing twice a week. He's like, during my break, I've been loving this. He's like, let's just amp it up to three times a week. Let's see where you can push me. I'm like, all right, be careful what you ask for. I'm like, but he, again, I, I love everybody's motivation and uh, kind of where they are with this. And, you know, that's the stuff that, you, that's why you do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, granted, yes, money's important, but, uh, man, it's just, you can't replace that feeling you get when, at least personally, like, this is why I just want to help people, man. It's such a flattering feeling. I don't know. I, I can't really describe it. It's just, uh, it's something that just makes you feel better going to bed at night, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're ma- I, I feel like, personally, that's what we're all made for, like, and somehow impacting people. If it's on a small level or a big level, it doesn't matter, but the point is you do things um, that make people, you leave an impression. You know, I don't need the credit for it. It's more like I just, you know, that's why I don't post a lot of it. I post it for them if I do any posts, but it's like yeah. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm not looking for more clients to just improve myself. It's like, dude, I really want to help people and, and just... Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It was gratifying when I was working there, even when I was just like doing the front and helping people sign up and figure out the kind of things they like to do, you know, or what kind of which trainer they should mess with because, you know, this person wants more of like a full body like boxing workout, so they go with Kevin, or they want more powerlifting, so they go with Colton, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, just being part of their journey in that small small way it was it was satisfying you know you know it sounds like i'm fucking just sucking my own dick <laughs> no no not at all man you it just you, feels good it's, it's super important because it's that's an intimate relationship like yeah. people underestimate that yeah. the the bond you have with your trainer because you're being intimate in so many different places man you're vulnerable just overall with your body yeah. you're vulnerable because you're gonna get close and you, you start talking about more than just your workouts because there's a lot of things that take place in, in you improving your body yeah you know there's a mental capacity there's a work you start getting real close and if you can't match that person with the right person it, it won't work sometimes yeah. and it sucks because you'll miss an opportunity because they were linked up with the wrong person you know yeah and so being a part of that decision making is, is really important it's cool to see them grow you know because again that's such a tight bond that have done right man they're going to be together for a long time yeah like, you know, like I told you about, like, Laura, like, my ex, my, 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 a.k.a. my puppy mama. But uh, she's an amazing trainer, man. She has people she's trained literally for over 10 years. Yeah. To the point where she's training their, like, the one, it'll start from one lady. And then she's like, well, train my husband. Now train me at home. Like, you know what? Yeah. Now, you know, my kids are starting to get into school. Can you do something with them? So she's training the whole family. Now they're training the nanny. Yeah, this is the type of people she's around. Holy shit, yeah. Can you house it? Can you dox it? Hey, guess what? And, you know, not to fucking gloat for her. One of the families she's training, like, they asked her, they invited her to go to Egypt with them for oh, Christmas. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Egypt. Like, so they're staying this, and they do everything top notch. So there's yeah. been this elite luxury hotel style where from their hotel, they can see the pyramids. Uh, they already have planned a hot air balloon that goes over the pyramids. Like, yeah. And they're like, Laura, why don't you, should come with us. Just, <laughs> we'll take care of, of course, everything. You yeah. just get your airfare. Like, we'll take care of everything. And they will. You know, so yeah, once in a lifetime fucking opportunity. Yeah. But that's because it started like, listen, you are part of my health and wellness and you yeah. changed my lifestyle. There's so much that I wanted you part of my family. And now that you're part of my family, I want you to have a life experience with me. Like, yeah, I mean, that's one example, but it's like, but that's what this does, man. That's crazy. Yeah. This can snowball into something so much bigger. It's not just how much can you move and how many reps and how no. much weight did you lose? Like it's, yeah. dude, there's a lot of mental, you know, um, 
blossoming that goes on in this, man. It's not just all about having that killer bod so you can snap yeah. that one picture for Instagram <laughs> yeah. and then go Wait, right back to Krispy Kreme. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and that's the difference between sometimes, you know, what you lose and you lose that bond in that, like, six, eight, six to eight-week challenge. Yeah. Now, not that those aren't good. Like, trust me, those are an intricate part, too. Gets people going. Yeah. But... It's such a short stance. It's like, what are you doing for a long game? That's yeah. a cool short game. It can maybe maybe that ignites it for people. Maybe yeah. that's the motivating factor. And then after those eight weeks, you're like, you know what? I want to continue this. But the long game is so important. Like, you know, getting people prepared about like, no, you're changing life habits. I'm not yeah. just trying to get you in that old high school jacket. Yeah. Or I'm not going to get you in that old prom dress. Like, I'm not just getting you ready for your wedding. Like, I want to change your life habits so you're consistently healthy. And so, yeah, that's an awesome bond. And it's honestly, it's pretty should be pretty flattered to be part of it, you know? Yeah. And I think people underestimate that, man. People are trusting and choosing you to be part of that. And that's a huge part of their life, man. Yeah. Somebody's good, too, isn't just going to, like, point at the shit they want you to do. They're going to teach you why you're doing it and the benefits of it and, you know, show you the extra value of, you know, all the different things you, you're you doing and the way you change your diet and all those things, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's, it's an important decision on yeah. who you get to train. train and, that, and that can be contagious, too. So that's what's cool. Like I said, like you, in that one instance, like you talk about she, she's like, it ain't just for me. I want my family to have the same values. Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, and you were a part of that, man. Being at that front, man, people, again, people underestimate all jobs. And that comes from starting at the top, man. If you're a manager or the people above you, and above you only mean because of just responsibilities, not because they're yeah. above you, but the people who are delegating jobs, like those front desk jobs... You know, uh, they're very, very important, man. Yeah. You, again, you start the intimate relationship. You see them more often. You have that initial contact. And you're like, hey, you ask those intimate questions. Like, what are you doing with yourself? How are your goals? Are you reaching them? How can we help you reach those? So it's never, no one's job in those places are, are ever, like, too little, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's all very important. Yeah, man. So, again, I've been blessed, man. I appreciate Rodrigo's, you know, trusting me to you know be a part of this and, and you know want to be able to jump right in and kind of just take it on full-fledged and kind of move forward in a, in a very big way with a, a new venue and then kind of like learning a lot and you know transferring over the template of just management customer service and all that and transferring into this industry like i'm very appreciative and grateful for rodrigo giving me that opportunity you know i've definitely learned a lot you know and that's the thing you constantly learn you know yeah not even just from him, just constantly learning from fitness, even myself. Like, how do I want to prove? How are some workouts that I want to do better? It's just, it, it's been a, a very, I learned a lot of things education-wise, training-wise, and kind of mentoring through him. I've learned a lot of things the hard way. It's been a very trying, tough year, but, you know, I feel like I'm a better person. I feel like I'm stronger. You know, i always been resilient. I feel like I've tested that, and I'm, I'm not more strong. That's not the way to say, it, but stronger. You know, like yeah. so. It's been. It's there's a lot of blessings in disguise. You know, as tough as this year's been. But yeah, it's definitely been tough, though. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, no, well, we're at, we're gonna have a good couple of weeks here. We uh, have Hector come down and just kind of like blow off some steam. I know it's been stressful a little bit. Yeah, Hector's yeah. coming down to celebrate the escape of uh, one man. From the womb of his well, mother. It's more so I can get some more tattooing reps in. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, but Drew doesn't want to mention that it's his birthday coming up. <laughs> well, it is the ending of a trilogy of birthdays. Yeah, yeah, we have to go out with a bang. <laughs> and I mean that literally. We're going to go out. Yeah, we're going to shoot people. Yeah, paintball guns. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to, to get back in uh, 
in the tattooing this next couple weeks. I'm excited for you. There's so many things I want you to put on me. Between you and Hector, I, I want to just I want both of you just working on me at, at the same, same time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I want both of you tattooing mm. me, and then we're gonna go watch Spider Man. Yeah. And then we're gonna go shoot people with paintballs. Dude, does it is it just me or does it feel like all right, they waited a long time to put out a trailer, period, right? But then once they did, it was like an avalanche of trailers like this past couple they weeks, just right? Threw up a bunch. Yeah. Well, I'm sure in my opinion, and I could be way wrong, I don't I don't yeah. know, I just pull out of my ass like I don't really like, like Bill Burr would say don't listen to me I don't read but <laughs> I would assume like they were just still trying to put everything together Yeah. so to put together a trailer it's hard because I think Marvel's smart enough to like have a bulk of material they have an idea where they want to go but they tease things on purpose to hear feedback I firmly believe yeah. that they do a lot of things based on the strong feedback they get from yeah. their, their, their viewers you know and it's very tough so they have these hours and hours of recordings and they pick and choose what to keep in or where to like, all right, let's let's run with this story. Let's run with this this act, yeah. you know? Um, for example, uh, I know, I mean, this is different, like DC, because sometimes DC doesn't really do that, but for the new Robert Pattinson Batman, um, they were thinking about adding this new character. I want to say it's a villain. I, I do believe it was a villain from what I read. But they're showing, they're, they're marketing two different groups. Um, they're previewing these two different groups one with the new villain in it and one without it to kind of see if they should keep it in. Yeah. And that's, again, I think it's smart. I mean, like, what do you think the people want? Like, yeah. why not put a product out that the people want? So I, I firmly believe, like, those guys at Marvel, man, they, they do a great job of listening. So it's kind of, all right, I think we got a good grasp of it. Now let's throw it in their face. Get ready. It's a little complicated. It's going to be like a Marvel Bukkake. <laughs> give, give us an episode of The Simpsons where... Eight where, penis <laughs> tentacle fucking trailer. Where Homer made the makeup shotgun. And he fucking, he fucking shoots Marge in the face and it's just like this destruction of makeup on her face. And it's, it's vaguely like lipstick is around her mouth and the eyeshadow is around her eyes. And she's like, homie, have it set to whore. <laughs> It's pretty good, but that's basically what they did. They fucking trailer shotgun, just fucking yeah. unload this thing on the internet. But like, it's a little tricky with Marvel because it's because it's Spider Man. They have like joint custody with Sony. Like Sony has like the film rights, and because it they have this deal for him to be in the MCU, uh, Marvel has more say so when he's like in an Avengers movie, but. Uh, it's mainly up to Sony when it's a straight-up Spider-Man movie, you know? So I think Kevin Feige at Marvel, like, leans on them, like, oh, you shouldn't do that, or you should do it this way, and this yeah. and that. But I think at the end of the day, like, it's Sony, like, just, we want to we tell everybody. You know, we're excited. We're in the MCU. Like, yeah. a lot of people didn't like the Spider-Man 3 with Sam Raimi, and then there was mixed feelings with The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield because... The two movies are so drastically different, different you know. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like the Tollbooth Willie fucking Jamie Foxx, you know. And, uh, which I don't think was completely his fault. I think a lot of that was editing, you know. Like, who knows what his performances were, you know. You could have got, like, three or four different takes. And then there's, like, no, we want we like the goofy one. We want it to be, like, more like yeah. Saturday morning cartoon, you know. So, uh, but... You know, they and then the Sony hack happened where like a bunch of hackers got into their shit and like leaked all their emails and like all the there's a lot of fucked up shit. And they're like, ah, we got to figure out what the fuck we're doing. And that's when they teamed up with Marvel. And now they're like everybody was trying to make like their cinematic universe, you know, like 
Universal was trying to make their dark Universal monster uh, universe with the mummy, and they're supposed to cross over with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and I'm sure they had plans for, like, Dracula and some other shit. Uh, DC obviously had their plan for the... Uh, like the Flashpoint. And- yeah, exactly, for the DC Extended Universe. And then uh, Sony themselves had their... They wanted to do their Spider-Man universe, you know? And when the wheels fell off of it, like, all right, well... We want to party like they're partying over at Marvel. All those guys are buying fucking yachts and mansions and shit like that. Like, how do we get on that? They're like, well, maybe if we join up, you know, and Spider-Man is part of the Avengers, then, you know, it'll drum up business for, like, our Spider-Man movies. And they can help us come up with a consistent tone that uh, more people connect with. And uh, things will be all good. So, but now you have... Not too many cooks in the kitchen, but you have more than one cook in the kitchen, yeah. like figuring out how to do this thing. And the other thing to consider is a lot of these studios hire a separate company to make their trailers all together, which is why a lot of the times, like the tone can be completely different From than the, the film you get. Yeah, that's somebody told me that. Yeah, that's that's it's interesting and weird. I don't know right? why. Why would you do that? Because a lot of people. What's the pro to that? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. They, somebody told me like some years ago, I think I'd already decided it. Uh, you, so when the Avengers came out and they showed the trailer and it's like all these like splash images of like exciting shit, you know, like Iron Man flying around and Hulk and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, at the end of that movie where like Iron Man takes the, the nuke through the wormhole and then he falls through, you know, and it's supposed to be like this tense moment. And I was like. I know what's going to happen. You guys showed it in the trailer. Like, the Hulk's about to catch him, right? Like, why would you show that in the trailer? This was, like, the stinger moment, like, at the end of the, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I was like, I need to stop watching the trailers, you know? They yeah. spoil stuff. And then later on, you start seeing that they change stuff. Like, in Avengers uh, Infinity War, they show them all running and the Hulk's there. Oh, yeah, but the Hulk's yeah. not even in the movie, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of figured out. bamboozled. In, the trailer is not the movie, you know. I think the big one was Suicide Squad because they hired the guy who I think it was David Ayer directed that movie, right? And he had like a darker tone, like how the Batman movies were. And they hired this company to make a fun trailer, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that's what they were keying off of. So the trailer comes out and it's like light, bright, and fucking all fun and. <laughs> pop music and shit like that yeah. and everybody liked the trailer and the executives were like everybody loves the trailer but that's not what our fucking movie is like people are gonna <laughs> yeah. be pissed like so that's why that movie get the original cut is like kind of hacked up like the first half you have like all those crazy effects when they're introducing Deadshot and Harley yeah. Quinn and you know and then the second half is like a completely different movie you know it's kind of like a Frankenstein so yeah. that's what happened they brought in this company to fucking that's funny it's definitely interesting. I don't know why they do it. Huh. It is interesting. But all this to say, yeah, we're going to go see Spider-Man. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. You <laughs> know, nothing, excited. I know we talked about it before, but nothing yeah. that I forgot that was interesting that I <clears throat> talk about leagues and kind of messing up is like, um, actually, I think a year ago we talked about this. Yeah. Uh, we talked about toys. You remember how, like, you don't know what's coming up, and all yeah. of a sudden you see a toy? <laughs> That's right. Like, before the movie's in out, you're like, oh, well, yeah. I know what this character looks like, or yeah. I know what characters are in there, or who the the villain is or whatever yeah. you like or the twist that gives away yeah, yeah. <laughs> really tried to say like I think so I was just listening to, listening to somebody like yesterday and they were talking about how you know because 
right, so Superman died at the end of Batman v Superman, right? And they're trying to keep it a secret that he was in Justice League, but the toy came out, and people were like, well, why, why does he have a toy for fucking Justice League? <laughs> yeah. And then Henry Cavill was already on, like, the press tour with him. Like, why would he do that if he's not in the movie? Like, so we just have so much access to information now. Like, it's hard well, to that was the other thing, too. It's like, it's such a such a gift and a curse no. of having everything at our fingertips within seconds. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. I love that Andrew Garfield's been trying to deny that he's, like, in the Spider-Man movie for, like, forever. <laughs> And just the closer and closer we get, there's more and more evidence that he's, he's totally in this movie. Uh, are you in the new Spider-Man? No. He's like, I didn't get a call. Nobody called me. I haven't heard anything about it. And Wait, then, they have a new movie? <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, there's, I think they released like the soundtrack on iTunes or something. It's like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man theme song. And then like the old Sam Raimi like theme song. Because they have different, uh, yeah. you know, themes from those movies. And they're in, so... And there was like the billing. I think somebody <laughs> there was like the meme or something like that from on Twitter where they they released a poster or something like that. Something that had like the actors billing on it, and it was, it was like Holland, McGuire, Garfield, and then the caption below was like somebody's getting fucking fired. Yeah, somebody fucked up because Disney does not play. We heard that from Hector, like when they were. Oh yeah, when he was doing the Star Wars set. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I think somebody snapped a picture of them. <laughs> At, you guys were, wouldn't even believe in the next one. We all die. <laughs> Dude, that'll forever be one of my favorite things, man. And Mark Ruffalo was yeah. just like, and Don Chino was like, yo. <laughs> did, I, did I mess up? Did I do a bad thing? What? what? I, I, wouldn't, mean, I wouldn't fucking focus on it. Let's, let's just move on. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it seems like Ruffalo just, <laughs> he has that sad sack look on his face. Yeah. Like, oh, did I do a bad? Did I do that? <laughs> And, and, I, and you know, I applaud it either way. If it was by accident yeah. or on purpose, I yeah. mean, bravo. I mean, that's, it was still if shocking. He did it on if he did it on purpose, yeah. uh, fucking bravo to your acting. Honestly, I thought it was a bit. I thought he was That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that's my point. Word. I'm like, oh, you guys are amazing. <laughs> bravo. Because now I'm thinking. Yeah. So either way, it's a win. And then in the theater, I was like, oh, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> uh, fuck. This is depressing. Maybe Mark uh, was trying to... I mean, I feel like I would do some dumb shit like that. I don't know if I'll ever be in a movie, but, you know. I'm like, oh my God, you guys won't even realize, dude. <laughs> so, what they did... <laughs> well, like, Disney's, like... They have the Disney ninjas, you know? Like, they are... There are people who their sole job is to yeah, look for this stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They sign ironclad NDAs and contracts and shit like that. Yeah. Like, yo, you can't I love tell that there are people... Their sole job is to look for like inappropriate stuff to yeah. be painted. Like looking for dicks on set. Yeah. Or something that could be accidentally misconstrued as a dick or a titty or something like that. <laughs> like, nope, that that tree looks too much like a vagina. You're going to have to yeah. paint over it. Oh, look at that fresh, delicious strawberry. Looks like <laughs> lips on a vagina. Nope, cut it. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Change nope. that to a papaya. <laughs> no strawberries on this island. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so Hawkeye is going on, and uh, Renner and Haley Stanfield have kind of been on the press tour, and they had, like, the entire cast, and, like, Kevin Feige was there, like, and they were doing an interview, and, like, a press, like, release some bullshit, you know, where they're talking to reporters, and, you know, reporters are constantly trying to 
trick them into slipping up and saying something. And somebody <laughs> asked Haley Steinfeld something. They're like, oh, so what's it going to be like when you meet up with the Avengers or they do the Young Avengers or something like that? And she like kind of slowly turns the look at Kevin Feige like, what do I say? And he's like, it's okay. You can answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fine. So and he's, but he still like has that look like, watch it though. Watch your ass. Yeah. Exactly. We've been known to cut people. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How, she's in... She's pretty popular now. She's in a lot of things. I think she was popular before. Like I think a lot of people fucked with her music. Like you know that uh, that poppy. This poppy is where music. I show you my age. I have no clue who she was before this. She was she was Gwen in the Spider Verse. She was uh, in the Bumblebee movie uh, yeah. with John I like, Cena. I like Loki. Remember? Yeah. So I didn't remember until they said it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that is her. But like again. Yeah, this is these these are the times sometimes where I'm like, oh, I am not in the loop anymore. I only knew her from uh, I she kind of showed up in things I would recognize when she was in Bumblebee with John Cena. Yeah, that was, it. <laughs> that was the only one I kind of like. I vaguely remember. Yeah, like I said, I only remember once they mention it. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that is her. Okay. Yeah. But and, uh, not recognize. She could have walked down the street and be like, oh, who's that hot chick? I wouldn't yeah. have been like, oh, it's a girl from Bumblebee. <laughs> Have you been watching Hawkeye at all? I I only watched the first two episodes. I've been meaning, like, I keep forgetting. Honestly, it sounds yeah. weird, but because I, I, I told you I haven't watched that much TV, so I, I, yeah. I, I got a lot of catching up to do. Um, uh, between having little time and then all, when I do have time, I like pick and choose stuff to watch. I know something we were going to talk about. I did catch up and finish Arcane. You finished it? Yes. So good, right? I fucking love it. It's so good. I'm so glad you like I'm gonna it. I'm going to give it a little bit, and then I want to rewatch it. It's so good. I went back through I love. I literally love everything about it. So good. I really don't have anything bad to say about it, besides, I don't know when season two is starting, because yeah. oh, it's good. It made me look up, like, like maybe there's some of this League of Legends shit, and then I watched it, and I was like, nope. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Just the show. Yeah. You know, it's not for me. Uh, but but yeah, so I finished that one, and then, what else did I watch? Like, I try to watch a couple of random stuff, but I just, yeah, I haven't caught on to, like, picking up any other shows. I forgot. Yeah. And it's the holiday, so I'm like, oh, let me rewatch some old Christmas movies. Yeah. I watch. I finished 8-Bit Christmas. Is it good? It didn't hit. Did you Did you watch it? I, I started it, but I didn't finish it. I think I'm just being an asshole, but, like, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you if you if you haven't seen it, but I, I can't talk too much about it without <laughs> spoiling it. Fair enough. But I was just not I, I got, I like, happy. So... I mean, that should tell you enough. I mean, the fact yeah. that I started it and I didn't want to finish it. Yeah. And that's the point. It didn't captivate me enough yeah. to like, all right, let me let me see what else is going on. It, it's probably a background movie. It's probably something you got going on, but it seems like, whatever, I can miss it. I feel like they differentiated it enough so that they couldn't say it's like a retread of A Christmas Story yeah. where this kid wants his thing and, you know, you see him travel this path to get it, you know? And um, I don't know. Uh, I'm dancing around it because I'm really trying to. <laughs> yeah, that's no, like, okay. I'm just. Uh, it, 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 uh, it didn't stick the landing for me. That's all I can say. Gotcha. You know, I love and, Neil Patrick I, Harris. I do, exactly, I love yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, and I forget his name. Uh, McGruber. What's the dad's name? Oh uh, no, no, that's a uh, that guy. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. McGruber yeah. is. Uh, oh no, that's right. It's not yeah. McGruber. <laughs> yeah, white people look like. Hey. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, see, it works on the other side, fuckers. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's hilarious. I, I love him. He is like, oh, I can see him being an old school dad. Yeah, he was in one of my favorite, like, I don't know if it's underground. I think it's probably a cult classic, 
might not even be a cult classic. It's just like one of those little weird movies that I think only I like. <laughs> yeah. But it's, have you ever seen Strange Wilderness where they do like the fucking, it's the nature show? No. And it's really fucking bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but it's like Steve Zahn, Jonah Hill's in it, uh, Justin Long. Uh, it's, and it's like one of those uh, Adam Sandler, like, but he's not in it. But it's like one of those yeah, Billy Madison more, type, yeah, you know, where it's just them. More. They just got a bunch of their buddies together and they're fucking dicking around. They just, a lot of it is the clips that they fucking, because they're on this trip, right? They're trying to get this thing accomplished, but along the way, they're trying to like make episodes for their show, but they're wildly unqualified to be talking about like any type of wilderness. So like, I think there was one, one that sticks out of my mind where they were, uh, they came across like this pack of monkeys or something like that, but they had like these giant fucking balls or something like that. And they're like, holy shit. And they're like, yeah, lions like to eat these. They call those a sack lunch. Talking about this fucking nutsack. <laughs> and it's just like, this is not yeah. credible information yeah, you're that's, passing that's along. that's science. Look yeah. it up. <laughs> exactly. It was like all misinformation. I love it. And it would sometimes cut away to like, you know, these are the indigenous women of the fucking blah, blah, blah tribe. And it's clearly just like college chicks they got to fucking <laughs> go topless. And the guy, the executive with the the show, the, the network is like, dude, what the fuck? And they're like, oh yeah, we uh, we originally found some indigenous women, but they weren't that hot, so we got these chicks. <laughs> it's way better. It's it's really bad. Strange wilderness. All right. Yeah. Put that on the list. It's uh, you have to be in the mood for it, but like I, I like it. It's uh, it's it's dumb. It's it's like in the vein of like a MacGruber, you know, which I, like I love. That. So what I've been doing, I, I notice I always I've been want to watch random classic old school movies like yeah. uh, I don't know if you call it action, but like for example, like the other night I watched I rewatched Law Abiding Citizen. I love that movie. Love that movie. It's so good. But like random, like what would be movie classics now, which is yeah. silly. But like I'll throw on one of those every once in a while. Is that considered a classic? Is that that old? That's that sucks, man. I feel like they are. I feel like movies that I thought were like not that classic. Like you're gonna find them on AMC now. Nine, ten years old, maybe. Yeah. You watched Red Notice though, too, right? I did watch Red Notice, and obviously I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, fucking what? Fuck you if you got something bad to say about it. Yeah, like, your life your life sucks. So if you got something like, there's nothing wrong with that then. Like it is what it is. You should yeah. expect with it to be what it is. Like, what are you what are you mad about? Yeah, I want to see yeah. two people that I fucking love, like hang out and fucking shoot the shit yeah. and get together, and make a movie. Yeah, like us, like we could do that movie. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but what I will say is, and I don't mean this in a bad way. We talked about it yesterday, like. Gal Gadot is obviously awesome. I love watching her on set. Yeah. But her character couldn't be played by anybody. Yeah. I think the big part was the relationship with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. Yeah, that's it. Very similar to like, you know, whether it be Kevin Hart or whatever, like yeah. the Central Intelligence style. But yeah. like, but, and that's what, I'm okay with that. I'm cool with the, the, the dynamic between the two, you know, it wasn't so menacing. Yeah. <laughs> but the dynamic, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> the dynamic between the two of them, like, it's just, they could have been fucking searching for King Tut's team. I don't care yeah. what, but they were like, you want to yeah. see them play off each other and fuck yeah, with each other. Yeah. You know, it's, you take it for what it is. You go into it knowing what you're getting out of Ryan Reynolds and The Rock, and it's good, man. Nico just, so like, the episode we did with uh, Q and Nico recently, like, they were talking about it and they were saying, like, uh, because they watch there's a YouTube channel called Pitch Meeting and um, they point out like a plot a lot of plot holes and stuff and normally I don't like that kind of stuff and um, 
Actually, the guy's really... I think he's annoying. I'm sure people love him. You know, he has to. He has, like, a bunch of people that follow him. But I actually watched the pitch meeting because Nico recommended it. And it actually is pretty funny. Even though just hearing the guy's voice and, like, his mannerisms makes me want to punch him. But the things he brings up are kind of funny. And, like, you don't think about him because you're just enjoying, like, them, the The interplay between the two of them. But he was like, all right. Like, one of the things he was... He nitpicked shit, you know? So one of the things he was like, all right, so she intercepted the rocks call or the, the cops call to the FBI to to vet the rock, you know, to make sure he worked for like the FBI or whatever. And Gal Gadot intercepts that call and tells her that she that the rock doesn't work for the FBI. And then the guy was like, but why would she do that? Wouldn't the real FBI say that anyway, if he wasn't really a fucking an FBI agent and she was re- he was really teamed up with Gal Gadot anyway and they're like oh I didn't think of that oh. you know? <laughs> and he just pokes little holes in it like that but see and again I'd have to listen to it and kind of figure out more like what's what's fun about it because I I, yeah. I can get it when you pick stuff up and it's kind yeah. of like funny but at the same time it's a fucking movie yeah so it's like if you're going in there looking for real shit fuck off stop yeah. watching movies go outside in yeah. the world and go watch life yeah because I don't, if you're not looking to be entertained in the movie, if you're just like, well, that would never happen because bombs blow off at this one. <laughs> we don't have the technology to do that. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. No, but seriously. Normally, 100% of the time, well, not 100% of the time. I'm going to get metal legs. Uh, <laughs> you don't have the steady hand or the, <laughs> to perform a procedure like that. So, ha! So, ha! No. Yeah, uh, well, it's like. Yeah, I, I mean, I get both sides. I, yeah. I do appreciate a good shit talk, and I do yeah. appreciate, like, that's silly. But, you know, it's all about, like, like, I remember when we were doing, I was doing this uh, reason and value class, and, like, I actually loved it. Like, part of it was, like, kind of a debate learning, too. Like, you just, they give you a side. Like, all right, we'll defend the side. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, um, Drew, I want you to defend why the movie's great. Yeah. And you're like, Rob, I want you to prove to me why that movie's horrible. Yeah. And yeah, I could probably pick some things that are like, oh, well, this is why it sucks, or yeah. this is why there's potholes. But I mean, again, if you, I guess it is all perceptions. Like, when you go into any movie, any song, or any fucking thing you do, if you go into expecting it to be, you know, something, I mean, I guess you're going to come out disappointed if it's fucking... I think I enjoyed watching it more because... It shined a light on the fact that I was having so much fun watching it that I didn't notice like some of the yeah, stuff that yeah. like because <laughs> like I I specifically remember the part where they steal that that super old Nazi car or whatever yeah and it just works it just, and I was it like, just turns on yeah and I was like <laughs> oh they all just decided to, oh like oh these two car moves too these, and I, I had they that all thought. go through this tunnel. And yeah, um, fucking Ryan Reynolds. They all just happen to get through this guy's house easily. <laughs> like, yeah, we can go through all those silly things. But like, I had the thought for like a split second. I was like, that car still works. Like, the gasoline's still good. You know what? I'm having a good time. I like these guys. Fuck it. You know? He did. Pre- he did preface it by saying it's a very valuable car. And, you know, if it holds that much value, it's got to work all the time. So like, that's that's how I found the enjoyment out of it. Like, I don't know if that's why Nico was enjoying it or just enjoyed like that this guy was shitting on this movie. Um, but probably the only yeah. thing he liked about it is like at first he hated it because the woman wasn't the main character. <laughs> and then when she decided to be the girl in power, like, oh, it was great. And then all of a sudden, what? Well, she needed a partner and the rock was a partner the whole time. <laughs> oh, fuck that. She could have done that on her own. <laughs> well, she was the number one art thief <laughs> in the rankings that come out annually. <laughs> 
it's willing to argue. Did The yeah. Rock help her do that? Mm-hmm. Or was she on her own? I don't know, Nico. I think she did it all on her own. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the whole plan, if really if you think about it, because the pitch meeting was like just saying, it pretty much broke down that all the stuff they did where The Rock got arrested and then put in the same jail cell with Ryan Reynolds' character and all that stuff. Really, that was just to get him out of the way so Gal Gadot could work, yeah. right? So she could fucking get him out of put the way. Put her to work. Gal- exactly. So Yeah, but the woman who's in charge of the fucking FBI was such a retard. She was <laughs> following around like a fucking like a donkey following a carrot. <laughs> they, those were the other things they said on, this, on the pitch meeting. They were like, yeah, so they go to this fucking tomb that's like full of like priceless artifacts right they, shoot they the shoot it all up just to get back this one priceless artifact yeah. <laughs> i did notice i was like oh my god i almost was like stop stop right like it's, it's gotta be a lot of cool for me i was just like the car is fucking oh what you're gonna fucking destroy that car the car is probably worth more than the fucking egg like uh yeah but i, I enjoyed it two yeah. thumbs way way up <laughs> Despite all of that, just because I love The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah. uh, end off our, <laughs> our critique, Cecily uh, Niebert style, two yeah. thumbs up. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> that was good. Oh, we have these random grenades in the car? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this stuff still works. It's in pristine condition. Yeah. I think those, they said, those Nazis know how to keep things in fucking pristine shape. I think this gas goes bad after like six to eight months. This thing's been in there for like 80 years, right? <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. They checked it every couple months. Yeah, they had a neo-Nazi go down there every once in a while, <laughs> dust things off every once in a while. You know, I was considering... All because of this one watch that luckily he had on him that he fucking and he fixed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can, we can nitpick, but... It's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And even if I had all that stuff, I don't even know if I would have been smart enough to put it all together. (laughs) So, cheers to you, Ryan Reynolds. I just... Look, I know what I'm getting into certain movies for, you know? I wasn't going into that one. I'm going in to see them... Like, fuck with each other and, like, fucking play off each other. You You're know? not some gumshoe in training hoping to pick up some notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to have a fun roller coaster ride for that movie. But also, like, yesterday I watched Million Dollar Baby, and I love that movie mm. because the dramatic acting and the direction and all that stuff, you know? So, yeah. you know, sometimes you want to go to a five star restaurant, you want to go to Cowboy Star, you want to go to fucking, what's that other crazy one over here that's crazy expensive. Or sometimes you want to go do. McDonald's, you just want yeah. a burger, like, you know? No, I hear you. And that's why I love watching those, like, what I think are fucking great, great movies, like La Bada and Citizen. Yeah. I'm like, dude, from start to finish, that movie was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. That was good. So, Red Notice. What else is on there that I've watched? You don't want to go back and watch Archer from the beginning, because I miss it. It got weird. Just, I miss uh, those early seasons, dude. The other Justin, that's like, we have a couple Justin friends, but... One of the Justins, um, he said the last two seasons are a lot more like the original Archer. Really? Because it kind of went off. It got a little weird. And just, you know, you kind of stretch it. Because, I mean, any good idea, after a while, you're like, man, this is... Yeah. It's kind of hard to stretch the same character and kind of come up with new stuff. But he said the last two, like, especially the last one, he's like, it's more original Archer being like an ass. He's a little older, but he's an ass. He's like that funny, like, asshole. I miss it. I miss it being in my life. I want to go back from the beginning. I agree. (laughs) <laughs> fucking Lana I had a Lana once I had one for a while too yeah I actually used to call her Lana 
<laughs> the fact that she knew that the one I was referencing to. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love you. <sighs> yeah, I don't ever. You know who you are. I'm not even going to mention your name. Um. According to Darrell, you put me in the rafters. <laughs> Lana! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else really I want to watch or anything else that's coming out besides Spidey. The Matrix. The Matrix is coming out. Dude, that, that video sent me of the video game looks fucking... Looks nuts, right? This is why I can't have video games because, dude, I, I wouldn't... I really don't have time. I wouldn't go to sleep. I wouldn't yeah. do anything, man. I can't, man. It made me mad. I was even going to, like... My brother brought a PS5 for my nephew. Yeah. And then, coincidentally, my nephew decided to buy one on his own, which is cool. Like, good. He yeah. bought one himself. But my brother's like, well, fuck, I'm stuck with this PS5. I want to make sure I get my money back. And I was like, ah, oh, help my brother out and maybe buy it off. I'm like, no, Rob, don't. Because then I'll fucking never sleep. I'm really yeah. horrible at it. I'd be up all night playing all these games. How much did he want for it? I would have bought it. Uh, he still has it if he wanted. I mean, it's, yeah, I'll it's buy it from him. I um, know what it is. Uh, what, like, version or whatever it is. I don't care. Because, like, I've been chilling. Like, since. I think we had that discussion with Dom, and I was saying, like, I'm, one, I'm not an early adopter. Like, you don't know what kind of fucking bugs are going to ship, like, right out the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember, like, when the Xbox 360 came out. Yeah, everybody was hyped stuff. about it, and they found out, I want to say, like, a year in or so, they realized that these things were failing, like, at a 30% rate, you know? Like, a bunch of them were just getting that, it was called the Red Ring of Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I think they had problems with the one after that, too. And just, you never know. You never know. So I usually like to, like, sit back. And then also, like, usually about a year in, they revise it and they come up with, like, a faster one or it's slimmer and sleeker. They kind of uh, fine-tune the design and, and you have, like, a bigger hard drive, runs faster, etc. And... Like, I have my PlayStation 4 over here. That That's the original PlayStation, that PlayStation 4 that came out. There's now a PlayStation Slim that came out, like, I think a year or two after the launch. And it runs everything way better, you know? And there's some games I just can't play online because this thing chugs fucking slow. So, I've, I'm, I've always been, like, the wait-and-see kind of guy. And, uh, but now, after seeing that Matrix fucking... <laughs> Demo, I'm like, fuck, I might need to get a PS5 now. Yeah, I mean, I would love to just watch you play it because I don't know if I could really put that in my house. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I'm good about, like, divvying up my time. Like, because I don't, I might get to play video games, like, maybe once every other week or something like that. I also, I also know myself, though. Yeah. I'm a very... I like to think I'm a, I'm excessive at everything I do anyway. Yeah. Like once I'm in some, whether it's doing that, lifting, yeah. drinking, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If I'm into it and I'm going, I'm all. I'm just like, all right, well, let's do this all the way. Especially yeah. me, I know what I'm playing. I'm playing Madden. Yeah. I love my shit. Like I love the sports. I love yeah, it. I'm gonna play a fucking whole season. Yeah, that's why I stopped buying Madden. I'll get excited and I'm like, oh, I murder that game. Let's see if I keep going. And then yeah. the competitive part of me comes out. I'm like, all right, blah blah blah. Next, you know, that fucking all of a sudden the sun's coming up. Yeah. Or especially, I love those who I grew up on fighting games, you know? So yeah. when I start playing, like, I've watched my, uh, Alex's, uh, little, his wife's little, little brother, he'll come over and play Mortal Kombat. That yeah. shit's, dude, to know where it used to be when it first came out to, like, what it is now, I'm like, fuck, this Get game's awesome. Yeah. You got the UFC games now that he plays. I'm watching him play, I'm like, this shit's gnarly. 
I'm so out the loop, but I did it on purpose so I don't like get bit and like all right, yeah. I gotta turn. But yeah, I would I would get caught up all day. I um when something new comes out, I'll I'll usually sink like a good amount of time in it. But I I, I kind of have a cut off and I'll put it down. But um yeah, fighting games are my like I you really can't fuck with anything else other than fighting games. You know, I love them. But <coughs> like I said, my the fact that my PlayStation 4 I have here is like the slower one. It kind of keeps me from fucking playing it all the time, you know? Yeah. Because uh, it, it just lags lower than slower than the PS4 Pro. But after seeing that, I might have to get a PlayStation 5 before the fucking the Matrix <laughs> game comes. Because it looked, I thought it was Keanu Reeves. Dude, it looks so dumb. I thought it was him. And it was, turned out it was just a fucking... CG. Yeah. That's crazy, man. They showed him like... Driving around the city and everything, and oh, that's yeah, it's they've come a long, long way, man. And the other thing <coughs> is, they, I mean, you saw me playing Spider-Man over here before, like I showed you that, right? Mm. So they announced Spider-Man Two, um, and it's it's Peter Parker and Miles Morales, and it looks like the big bad is Venom, and it's. The voice of Venom is Candyman, the dude who did Candyman. Oh, really? Yeah. The original dude? Yeah, the, the original Candyman from the old Candyman movies. Awesome. It sounded fucking sick. I was just like, ah, oh, goddammit. I'm trying to wait till, like, these fucking scalpers just get tired and just let them get to the store or, like, yeah, get yeah. to the online store and everything. I can just buy it for, like, a regular price <laughs> and not, like, $1,000, you know? Jesus. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's the other thing that's ridiculous. It's like, they... The inflate all the prices so inflated. Yeah, it's like that in sneakers. Like you can never get anything regular price ever again. Yeah, doesn't. I mean, I, I mean, if you call it entrepreneurship, like I appreciate you trying to hustle. Yeah, fuck man, <laughs> fucking me over. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's it. Video games used to be like just solely a kids thing when we were kids, right? Yeah. So like. When you think about it, you're like, oh, these guys are fucking some kids Christmas over. But really, it's, it's, it's a bunch of adults who are on the internet who are mad yeah. now, too. You know? So it's a mix. Well, and I don't mean, like, I mean, I guess take it for what it is. But it's a lot cooler now and a lot more acceptable to be open about being a nerd and yeah. loving games and loving all this stuff. So yeah, all of it. People are a lot more willing to be like, dude, I'm full-fledged in. I don't even care what people think. Where yeah. it used to be kind of hidden and... yeah. Maybe you like dip your toe in every once in a while. People would shy up, but now like it's kind of a cool, acceptable thing. Comic cons become more and more trending. Yeah, like so, way more adults are like, yeah, I'm a grown man. I got my game system. I need yeah. my time. I can play my games. It's a full on like, flex on social media. If you're not cool, yeah, on fucking whatever these games are, it's like you know what I mean. It's like it's it's definitely interesting the how it's the, turned around. The wave change, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Before like, it's like, dude, are you fucking I'm gay, you're fucking ladies right next to you. <laughs> fucking butt ass naked. You're trying to tell me you can't press that pause button? <laughs> fucking put her to sleep real quick and then go back to playing games. Are you kidding? I gotta evolve this Pokemon. Nigga, I got a fight coming up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and now it looks like she's an annoying little bitch. Like yeah. you're so needy. God damn it. <laughs> I'm on I told you, I'm with the fellas right yeah. now. I'm trying to become We're the number one. Pokemon master in the world. You heard it in God, the world. Them all, <laughs> not just some. It's in the theme song. <laughs> I catch them all. <laughs> yeah. Sit here fucking with you. And it's like you can look on any social media. Like them motherfuckers, like trying to flex. Like I'm sure they barely give a shit about 
any of that stuff. But it's like, I got the new shit, yeah. and it's hard to get, yeah. and it's expensive, and I got it. Fuck you, it's just you like know? everything else. Just like, yeah. you know, like I said, like you want to be sneakers. Like, yeah. You don't mean you really like them. You can't tell me you honestly like some of those Kanye's. Oh, those things are They're fucking, fucking hideous. Those things are hideous. Like all those things. I feel like Kanye's like, doing it on purpose, right? The majority. God bless him. I, I appreciate his craziness. <laughs> For real. He's probably joking around with like his. He only has probably like yeah. two really good friends. Yeah. So the two, the two of them are like, yo, dollar bet I will. And he's like, he puts out this most ridiculous thing. Yeah. He goes, people are gonna love it. Watch it. I'm gonna put a price tag on it. Yeah. Wow, seven ninety nine. Yeah. And yeah, people love it. Yeah. Dude, fucking God bless him. I mean, cheers. <laughs> You're not fucking fooling me. Yeah, no. I'm not buying that piece of shit. Those things are hideous, right? Dude, you see the newest ones? I, I almost threw up in my mouth. I'm like, <laughs> I, if I had to watch somebody press a button to go purchase or to watch somebody walk around in those things, who the fuck are you? There's no way you like those. You can't no. honestly look at me now and be like, oh, no. those are sick. No. There's nothing. I always took it like they have to be like crazy comfortable. That not heard no that's what their appeal was. There's no performance out of those things. No, no, and it's not visually pleasing. If you're either. listening, please look up the new fucking. Oh, I'm sorry, not Kanye. The Yeez or whatever the, the fuck is, whatever the fuck his <laughs> weird name is. I can't even imagine going in the store and like letting that come out of my mouth. Uh, are you looking for the new Yeez? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face with your black and white zebra striped fucking shirt. No, I don't want to buy a shoe cleaner and no, I don't want socks. Get out of here. We got those new Yeezys. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know we sound like fucking, yeah, what was it, Stadler and yeah. Waldorf from the fucking Muppets. Those two old guys up in the fucking yeah, balcony. The balcony. Yeah, talking Man, shit. Sick bird, got him. <laughs> really, we just sound like we fucking dated ourselves like, they don't yeah. fuck with Yeezys. Fuck these guys. Yeah. These dorks. Yeah. yeah. The dork used to beat you up for those. Those things are fucking hideous. Listen, they're not cool enough because I would never beat you up to take them. That's how horrible they are. <laughs> Just beat you up for Remember wearing Remember how cool them. you should be? You get fucked up because yeah. I'm taking Even if they didn't fit me. You know, that's when you knew Jordans were dope. Yeah. They didn't even have to fit me. And the thought of putting on sneakers that another man wore. I go, that's... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Guess what? I would never do it with your stupid Yeezys. You know what's funny? Or your Crocs. I was in. (laughs) (laughs) I remember in junior high, like, it was, and I lived in a small town, like, people were getting fucking jacked for. Yes, man. Not even, like, the sneakers, like, the little, those clips. Oh, the clip. Yeah. 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 People were getting fucked up for those. Just that. Dude, I remember, even if I could buy them, I remember wanting them, but I didn't want to get them because I I just didn't want to instigate it. I wanted those Barclays, man. The one with, like, the, the big letters on the side. I love those ones. And I did because, like, I am not trying to have drama come to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck it, man. And it's just, I mean, that's a whole other topic. But, yeah, I these fucking butt-out fucking tight jean wearing motherfuckers. <laughs> There's no way you running up on me taking my fucking sneakers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so little ass out of here. People were getting jacked for fucking uh, those clips. I remember Jordan's parkas were like a big thing, too. Like all the fucking dope pullovers, yeah. Yeah, I remember the Charlotte Hornet one was like the so most the Charlotte pre- the Bulls one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Damn. Those were prevalent where I was. <laughs> and people were getting fucking beat the fuck. girl. Uh, yeah, dudes were beating up girls and taking that shit from them. Like that's it was serious business for whatever reason. Dude, it doesn't get though. that cold here. I was in California. It does not get that cold here. <laughs> I was thinking about back home. Like, man, there was some dope bitches, some jeans and some Tims on. Yeah. 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 It didn't make no sense, like, why we wanted <laughs> these things so bad. Uh, and, <laughs> and 
Central California in yeah, the summertime. That is a different. Yeah. No, I could see like if you're just trying to survive and stay warm. And just it's, not, it's partially about the type of park I could, but no. Even even uh, last night I was at the gas station on the way home. There was a guy outside. He was like, "Oh, it's pretty cold, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I'm thinking like it was fairly cold. I mean, especially for San Diego, he's outside all day, so he's just feeling it. Yeah. But I'm like, "Fuck." We're so spoiled that we're calling the 50s cold. Yeah. We're right now back home in Boston. It's like 30s. Yeah. And it's like, and that's not even the cold yet. It gets way worse. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, it's 55. (laughs) Where's the sun? (laughs) But here's the other side too. It's like, I bundle up and like people talk shit to me. Like I'm sure they're from the East Coast and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm outside this is when I was working the door at El Dorado. I'm like outside till like two in the morning all night. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to get sick. And then on top of that, now I'm riding a motorcycle on the freeway like oh, it's seventy. Horrible. You know, so like yeah, I bundle up. You know, yeah, it's the same dumb idea that me and Kyle had one time. We took his Jeep, we drove it all the way to Palm Springs, top off. Yep. Going through the middle of the mountains <laughs> like it'd be cool. Holy shit, those are the worst, yeah. coldest, fucking horrible ride ever. No, I'm 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 over the macho shit. Like Bill Burr said, like even if it's fucking <laughs> <laughs> being doing manly shit is usually consisting of the dumbest, most yeah. fucking self-destructive. What are your fags? Shrug your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's cold out. You can't act. You can't wear a jacket. It's raining. You can't. Act. Who's got an umbrella? You afraid you're gonna get wet? You marry like. <laughs> Yeah. Look at this guy. He's got a vest on. Oh, what? My arms don't get cold. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the struggle that men have to deal with that nobody ever wants to talk about. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a good solid episode today. It's like going on an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, flew by. Flew by. I got caught up a little I got, bit. I got some daddy duties. I got to go pick up the pups. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, try to be an adult and... Maybe do some laundry. What is that? Go to the grocery store. That's the other thing, too. I got to stop buying burritos. I got to cook at the house. Yeah. That's the other, you know, one of the small steps I got to start doing. Go back to meal prepping. Are you going to Ralph's over here? I don't know. Um, I also want to go to a place where where I was told I was calling a couple places. I heard Albertsons has mistletoe. Really? So, I want to go and grab some mistletoe. Oh, for the party? Yeah. I want to hang a couple off our ass. I like where your head's at. So three, if they're available, three are getting purchased. <laughs> you, me, and this lucky lady, she's gonna have a mistletoe off her ass. Uh, we want to we want to thank Bobby for showing up today. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> oh wait, he's on top of a mountain. Yeah. Don't fall, buddy. Yeah. Or do whatever. <laughs> We're not yeah. gonna tell you how to live your life. Yeah. Or how to end it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just ruin everyone's Christmas. Yeah. Like you did this podcast. I mean, this. By not showing up. <laughs> all right. Uh, Evan Johnson, great insight today. Thank you for your addition, uh, uh, all your comments. Yeah. Yeah. Invaluable is underselling it. Uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is probably going to be the most watched due to Bobby's credit on this. We're just going to tag you in it anyway. <laughs> nah, come back anytime, pal. Anytime. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we enjoy all the feedback. Uh, so hit us up on Instagram. It's dynamic.menace. 
Uh, yep, we love getting all your messages and DMs and stuff like that and commenting on our posts, etc. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for, for tuning in. All right, y'all. Happy holidays. Bye.